Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. I'm an idiot. You, you, you had no beer? No, I had a beer. And uh, like as I was sitting there like dancing along to the music, I cracked it. Hard <laughs> <laughs> not to, man. I, I was looking at you when I said your name, and you had this look of like, uh, I messed up. <laughs> I'm like, but I was thinking like, did I mess up? Because like I've been messing up the intro for so many times now. I was like, what did I do wrong? I thought I thought I got it right this time. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it was I you. cracked my beer it was you. literally like right before <laughs> us. <laughs> now, if you do that, you gotta chug it. But the yeah, funny yeah, thing yeah. is, I even have yeah. like two open beers now. Like I literally cracked the one that I was about to crack. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, I, I think how great would it have been though if like we came back from the music starting and Ryan just sitting there with the can, just chugging the entire thing. Like, this is Ryan Graham. You just hold a finger up like what's up? <laughs> that. We'll save that for episode two hundred. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, because we'll, we'll yeah, I can't talk. This should be fun because we will remember this come episode 200. Yeah, I won't remember this come next episode. You won't remember this by the end of the night. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, all by my lonesome at home, and that has me meant um, about an hour earlier for beginning of drinking. Well, uh, I didn't want to be outdone by you, so I went ahead and made a vodka drink instead All of right. just drinking beer ahead of this. And this is uh, number two vodka drink Sweet. to go along with the beer. Mm-hmm. So just mix, right? mixing, mixing the two up, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, welcome back, guys. You have a good, have a good weekend. Ryan, I know you, uh, yeah, like you said before, you're, uh, you're living the bachelor life this past uh, few days. So uh, yeah. you probably had a good time. Yeah, it's Smoking been some more meats. It's been quiet. Doing some, some practicing, some barbecuing for uh, tailgating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did some chicken wings, which were a lot better than my first batch of chicken, uh, just because I, I like cranked up the heat a little bit better, but still a little chewy. So just figuring the chicken skin on chicken is going to be tough. I think it's going to be hard for me to figure out. Pretty much, that's the that's the the big hard stuff with uh with barbecuing is chicken skin. I, yeah. That's at least my that's been my downfall the entire time. So yeah, I, everything I out there is pretty easy. Like you gotta you gotta go and check on it. But like for the most part, it is like it the 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 advice is like keep it closed and don't look at it. Like stop worrying about it. Just don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Even if you overcook it, it's it's gonna be fine. For the most part, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that sounds really difficult. <clears throat> well, the thing with it barbecuing is it, it's 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 not well. When you're doing what Ryan's doing, and I'm not taking anything away with it, using the pellet smoker, that's it takes a lot of the difficulty away from the hardest part with barbecuing, in my opinion, is maintaining those temperatures when you're burning chunks of wood and coal. Yeah. But when you get used to it, you get used to it. But yeah, tending uh, the fire, tending the fire. So, uh, but let's I'll, get to uh, some. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say someday uh, I will upgrade, but now I'll be learning some like fundamentals, and then I I do think I like this enough, <clears throat> like a week and a half in. Um, <laughs> that I will like want an offset at some point or something like that. Nice, know? nice, nice. Yes. And, Let me know now. when you get your uh, your testicles. That'd be fantastic. I'll come <laughs> over and. Uh... All right. So you don't want any of my smoked meats at the tailgate. That's fine. I do. That's cool. If it's not an offset, it's not real anyway. So you know. thankfully, because we talk about this and phones listen or don't listen now on Facebook, I get um things to join smoked meats groups, which is <laughs> nothing I search for. 
<laughs> well, what I got excited about was um, the Sibelius, uh commented, and I was like, so if I bring meat, you'll put it on pizza? So oh, there like, we go. Our power behind. <laughs> We're, you're creating a little Voltron of tailgating foods. You know, That's right. We just need like... <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, let's get to uh, some some Georgia State stuff. Uh, what what is Christ. there? Publish the Smoke Meat Podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> smoke of Atlanta. Yeah. Actually, so I like called Meats of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. We could just do like a weird episode all about it and call it Smoke of Atlanta. I wanted to do an April Fool's episode uh, like that first year, and you guys were like, "Eh, nothing to talk about. Can't do it." I'm like, "All right, whatever." Well, but, now we have something. Now I got something. Now, now everybody knows. Uh, so open practice this weekend. Tim, did you finally get on board? Are you going to be coming? Uh, I might. Also, I might have a race I'm running, too. So we'll see. And I'm going I'm to a beer event at noon or 11. So you're not going. Probably not. Nah. <laughs> That'd be a really tight fit between the two. Running a race and going to a beer festival. Well, were you concerned about masks being a requirement or anything like that at all? Um, no. Are they? Outdoors. I mean, what's, Are they it's outdoors, but I, I was curious whether or not they have the, the mask requirement. But I definitely wanted to use that. I can Jesus that. Christ, you you like you just, you just took what he was gonna say, and you were like, you know what? I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just gonna... I can I can confirm with athletics. I confirm with athletics that masks will not be required at the open practice today. Well, or, it's outdoors. Yeah. yeah, I was just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, it's for the fall games. Yeah. Well, fall games, of course, it's the games are in fall, it's football. But no, I so but yeah, Ryan, you going. you're going, right? Making the making the long trek over. Well, I'm I'm a big strong maybe. I'm not. I I I, Super I, far. I it's open on my calendar, but I often forget to add things to my calendar as I often forget things in general. I think I'm open. I think I'm gonna go. I'm like a seventy nine percent. This is like uh, so they say like um I, a lot of blogs or podcasts whatever say this you know, it's uh for the fans by the fans. This is kind of like. For the fans, by the semi fans, like we're not sure exactly if we're gonna if we're fans if we're gonna do anything. Like you've never missed any, you know, Georgia State events in your life. You Come can't on, think of you can't think of one before I start saying my next sentence. So I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I have confirmed that. Uh, yeah, Did you skip Georgia Southern last year or something. I, don't know. I missed a game because I was drinking too hard at home once. Does that count? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was. It was. Uh, I want to. <laughs> it was the twenty nineteen, maybe eighteen season. I forget what it was, but I think it, I think it may have been the. Uh, I don't. We've been losing, and I had we had a friend in town uh, from out of town. Obviously, that's how that works. And I was supposed to be like doing a little brunch thing here, and then I was going to take off for the game. Uh, but had a few drinks and game started and we were winning. We were winning big. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if I go to the game now, we're just going to lose. So I was just doing my part for Georgia State by staying at home. Excuses, but, excuses. Hey, you won the game. That's all that matters. <laughs> but, but, you know, the game. So this thing's just at 10 a.m. And I think that's not too early that we can't tailgate a little bit first, Ryan. Oh, yeah? Yeah, why not? 
All right. Well, let me check in with you know people that'll be here and stuff. I could. Make Are you gonna it, actually? Oh, now now I, you can make it. Now, well, now that I'm like, tailgating. You got the race, and then 10 a.m. and the beer festival. Yeah, I think it might work. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. For an hour. I mean, yeah. Most races start like a seven or like eight or whatever. You're done in less than an hour, so you're it's ready really by ten o'clock. The beer festival. That's the. I want to be there when it starts. We got some limited release stuff. It's a uh, Monday Night Brewing's the anniversary. I think tenth, maybe. I don't know. Have they been around for ten years already? Yeah. My God. I know we're old. <laughs> no, they're old, and I'm just getting by. But uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I think it'll be a good time. Hopefully, it's a good turnout. Hopefully, it's the same way that it was for that uh, the spring game because that was an awesome turnout. Well, no, it was a huge turnout. I mean, that, that was that was a, a large turnout for being a spring game. I don't think, I don't think any spring game we've had has had that much of attendance. And maybe it was just people wanting to get back out again and doing stuff. But it was a great environment. I, I was excited about it. There was good. The, all the, and all the talk about you know having a you know sellout season or a sellout for the, at least for the first game. I'm excited about seeing Center Park as, as packed as we can get it. It better have concessions and it better be on point. <laughs> yeah, I did not talks watching. I did not confirm on concessions or sales of alcohol, but hopefully both of those will be uh, taken care of. 10 a.m. on a Saturday. I don't know about the alcohol part. Why not? I mean, I don't disagree with you. I just think majority of people probably would. Have you guys seen the the billboards around town? I guess around the stadium, really? There's one right near my house, right? Yeah. I hope you saw it. There's I didn't, the, but I haven't looked. I don't look at that billboard very often because it's always there. But they got that. So one is like the the, the team poster for the season, like Summer Hills team. And then the other one I just uh, got posted today on Panther Talk I saw was a sound the horn, like an arrow pointing to the stadium. I think that's, I think it's pretty badass. I like that. I wonder how many people driving down the connector have any idea what sound the horn means. Who cares? Maybe they, maybe that's a marketing strategy, right? To be a little confusing. So people look it up. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, it was said on Panther Talk, and I agree completely. It's a great little marketing slogan. The sound of the horn thing is really kind of caught on, I think, with fans and uh, opposing fans. The message boards are always talking about how annoying that that horn is. I was going to say it's going to be louder this year. So this is like a confirmation that the horn will be loud, not toned down. Like what last year they had it toned down, right? Should we do a promo? For whoever buys tickets from the opposing fan base, we give them like uh, little pink earmuffs or earplugs or something like that. And be like, sorry, your delicate ears can't handle the sound of us scoring touchdowns and sacking you guys. So here's a little earplugs. So you have to hear our awesome horn. <laughs> if it has the panther head on it, then Southern will get their hands on it. I, I, I just thought of that. This was not anything I had written down. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking now, how great would it be to hand out earplugs to opposing, opposing fans, telling them, like, you know, sorry that we're too good for your ears. So, yeah, they, when a song gets stuck in your head, they call it an earworm. And, like, when you have a deafening sound, we can make it a ear panther. An ear horn? <laughs> an ear panther. Ear horn? Ear panther? Ear cat? Something like that. I don't know. Ear claw. No, this is weird. You don't like this conversation? <laughs> nope. Mix this idea. It's bad. Okay, right, we'll bring up, uh, you bring up something then. I'm vetoing it. <clears throat> you just said ear cat out loud. I 
know it sounds it's so stupid <laughs> I, <laughs> I had no idea where i was going with that and apparently it was going directly into the ditch <laughs> going directly into e the beautiful eagle creek <laughs> like like what kind of co-host would i be if i didn't call that kind of shit out uh you I don't know what kind of <laughs> it's true i got nothing i got nothing uh all right so uh next topic see if this goes anywhere uh, CBS ranked, they did their ranking of all 130 teams in FBS. And uh, 32. Where do, 32, is what you're saying, right? 84. Uh, uh, Tim's closer. They, they got us at 97. Oh, oof, oof. Ouch. Uh, the interesting Why? thing about so this is, so like we've looked at a lot of these rankings these people have done, and it's always been like, you know, App and Coastal, as far as, far as the East, App and Coastal, the top, and then it kind of bounces back and forth whether Georgia State or Troy is the next one, and then the, the trash down south coming in last place, um, which is basically what happened here. Uh, if you look at their rankings for the Sun, how the Sun Belt fared in their whole mm -hmm. one thirty, it was uh, uh, Coastal and Appy, Troy at ninety five. I mean, it's again, it's another flip flop on how close it is. But yeah, I, I do like that the trash down south came in two spots behind us at. Uh, at 99. It'd been great if they actually made it into triple digits, but were, whatever. Were there any reasons? Were there blurbs in there? There were blurbs, but not for any of our teams. Ah. Or at least not, not for our team. It was like every fourth or fifth one, they'd like write a little something? Not even that. You'd be scrolling, and all of a sudden there'd be a paragraph, and you'd scroll some more, and then you'd see two paragraphs, and yeah, it was weird. But one thing I thought was interesting, uh, Lafayette actually came in. They made they cracked the top 25 at 25. Wow. But they, basically the way the Sunbelt rankings were, were Lafayette, the entire Eastern Division, and then the rest of the West. Yeah, where'd they have Coastal? The West was all below 99. Oh. Yeah, you had uh, the rest of the uh, West. Uh, so you had Lafayette at 25, and then uh, Arkansas State, Texas State, uh, USA, Monroe, all came in uh, 108, 120, 122. Wow. 126, Monroe is 126. There's four teams they think are actually not as good as Monroe. So go Monroe. Way to go, guys. All right. Well, Cheers to that. Was that like yeah, Idaho? No, Idaho's FCS. Now. I, I think I think I I think I wrote it down. Uh they were better than was like oh, UTEP, Bowling Green, Old Dominion, and UMass. And I think that Old Dominion should be last place in everything because they didn't even play a game last year. That's yeah. Guys. I mean, they're next to last. How bad does that make UMass feel? We're like, you know, UMass is horrible, but you come in behind the team that didn't play a game last year. Are they still like up in the air on whether they'll drop down to FCS? Because I know that was sort of like a thought that was happening because they're independent and also not very good. So it's it's hard for them to schedule. And and their can their stadium is an NFL stadium that's ninety minutes away from campus or something like that. Something stupid. Well, is that still true? I know I that no was idea. true a couple of years ago. I can, I can be making that up or not making it up, but just mm -hmm. reciting old information. I'm not sure. Because they're playing in Gillette, right? Yeah, whatever whatever the Patriots playing. Right. I mean, I've been there. I should know, but it was so foggy I couldn't see anything. Uh, you asked what Coastal came in. I think Tim is you asked. Uh, 31. Asked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I, I guess Lafayette surprises me at 25. Coastal does, uh, doesn't surprise me at 31 only because that recency bias, they just think that they're going to be good. And they're returning almost everybody and their coach and the other, their quarterback is supposed to be or is good, whatever. But, yeah. So it's kind I do of a slap in the face, right? I mean, Coastal 
coming in beneath uh, Louisiana. That, that they're saying, "Hey, Louisiana's better than you. We don't care about your Cinderella last year." I think it's acknowledgement that if you had played your stupid conference championship game instead of uh, uh, coveting out, that yeah, you, you maybe get a little bit more credit for everything. But I, I don't well, know. Is, I, that like, I is it like the Olympics where the two guys doing the high jump? or the whatever, I don't know how it was, they both had the same score and they just shared the gold medal. That's what that's what uh, Louisiana and, and Beach Chicken said. They're like, hey, if we both just don't play, we both Well, get so first. I think the difference, the difference here in this one, it was those who are the pole vaulters, was they came up to the ref and said, what happens if we choose not to compete? And they say, you tie. Whereas the Sun Belt went to Coastal Lafayette and said, so you guys aren't competing and you're tying. And everyone's going to acknowledge Coastal as being the, the Sunbelt Championship champion, even though it's technically co-champion. But. I think that's what happened. I'm with you. Yeah. Conspiracy theory approved. Not that's even conspiracy. confirmed, just approved. I looked at the our out-of-conference opponents, how they ranked in here, and they have North Carolina at 8, Auburn at 30, Army at 82 and Charlotte all the way down at 115. So that Charlotte game should be a complete blowout. Like we should just like recreate the coastal game, just flip flop the scores from last year for the Charlotte game. And I think Ryan is either passed out or like checking his email right now. He's checking his no, email. I am. I am zoned out though. I'm just you're boring. <laughs> our, our podcast is boring him. His own podcast is boring him. So, yeah. All right. All right, fine, fine. We'll move on. Uh, yeah, so I talked about this before, but uh, all indications are at least Georgia State is expecting Army to be a sellout game. Nice. What? Oh, but what does that mean? Twenty-five thousand tickets sold. Nine nine nine. Tickets Isn't that sold, the number? Yeah. Some stupid nine 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 number. Isn't that what it is? Is that is that really what it is? They they don't actually. I, I don't think know. so. Yeah. maxes out at the very the variables can only hold however many bits well i don't know it's what the number of seats they have but it's like there's the exact same stadium will have sellouts of different numbers it's like a sellout 24, of twenty four thousand three hundred thirty three. some weird number hmm. we should find you know i'm just curious should, i didn't know if uh, you say, I know they, did, they have the upper deck for the um birthday bash and so i, I was did. wondering if we, we now included the upper deck uh, should I say upper deck a couple more times? You got to bring upper deck up every week now, don't you? <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Will the upper deck be covered in time for the practice? Will I have pooped in the upper deck? Okay, there we go. Some people uh, did. Coastal fans. Hey, they can in your house. The upper deck, just not in my house. Uh, so yeah, so expect me to sell out. I, I'm curious how much of that is coming from Army because that's one of the things I hear a lot when I talk to anybody that like is in the know is Army is going to show up big time. And I'm curious, is it just because it's the first game of the season? Because we've had Army in the house before, and granted, granted it was horrible weather. We had Air Force. It was great. No, it was Army. We we we've done we've we had Army as well. Oh, okay. It was raining crazily all day long. You guys got soaked. Remember? Yeah, it was 2019. I'm trying to find. A place oh, was that the, the year? The year where every single week was just like the worst, and then like you got that tailgate machine, and the weather was the worst. That was the yes. game, yeah. Where I had the the big trailer and everything for the game, and yeah. But so, 
I mean, that, that was a well-attended game, and it may have been uh, way more well-attended had weather not been as bad as it was. But they weren't, like, pimping out that it was going to be a sellout game back then for that game. And I have to assume it's just because it's the first game of the season. Yeah, I think I think people are just really excited to like get out and do things and be among other people. I think that's still like something that's happening right now. I agree. I I think that people are still like you know because there were so many that like like Tim for example. I mean, Ryan, and I, you and I went to the games last season. Tim still hasn't been to Center Park for a Since game game. Right, and there's probably a lot of people that are in the same boat as Tim that are just anxious to go. And uh, obviously Atlanta being the city it is, you've got a lot of army people here. And I know that I guess technically like being in the army doesn't necessarily make you a fan of like West Point football, but maybe gives you an inclination to come this time. Well, and on top of that, they were pretty good last year. I think they had like two or three losses. So, you know, they should be in better shape than when they came here in 2019. Many losses that year. So I think, right. you know, you're seeing a better team. No one got to go see football last year for the most part. And everyone wants to come right. out and watch. I mean, not only Georgia State fans, but obviously you've got the Army fans that want to come into the stadium and, and watch the team. You probably get a handful of just randos that want to come watch football that haven't, you know. I mean, right. things are open up, but people probably still want to do stuff and go out and try new things, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, I hope it is a sold-out game. I hope we can get some great pictures of uh, the, the full stands and the scoreboard with us having 40-something points and them having nowhere near that. Zero. Smoke meat. 41 to 7, right, Ryan? 41 to 0. <laughs> Ooh, <upgrade laughs> oh, you give, you've given up on the 41 to 7. Now it's 41 to 0. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all I got about, uh, Georgia state football. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to talk about, uh, before we head on to other stuff? I don't have anything. I, I don't know if it's even worth mentioning exactly, but we did get, uh, two new basketball games announced, uh, or we got dates set for them. Richmond, November 16th and tech at tech, December 21st. All right. For a real game, huh? Man. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely be there as soon as, tickets become available i'll definitely be at that game it's a both of these games by the way are tuesday nights when we record so are we not going to record what are we going to do record from the arena yeah we're just gonna like uh i guess uh <laughs> i don't know record during the game just sitting there at this end stand <laughs> let me check my notes uh whistles <laughs> in the background and squeaky feet yeah, so apparently uh, the out-of-conference schedule is not, you know, they're not checking with us at all when they make these games set up. So we don't have the influence we thought we did. Yeah, they should really not be scheduling, especially away games on Tuesdays. Like, they should know can you even, right now. There should be a name for an away game that's not an away game. So, like, playing at Tech is technically away, <laughs> but you really kind of – so now I have to leave my house, like, three minutes earlier. Well, then I went to go to the sports what, arena. What I left out was that when we have home games on Tuesdays, they need to accommodate a space for us to be able to watch the game and then also podcast. We need we need a press pass. We need to have our yeah. own little booth yeah. there at McCamish to do the whole thing. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Tim, Get use your it, powers. David. Get on it. 
I don't have anywhere close to those powers. You're, that's your department. I, I have I have less than powers. All right, but on, on the basketball court, uh, we talked about the men's basketball schedule last week, and then women's basketball uh, schedule came out the day afterwards. And I'm not going to, like, do a deep dive into it, but it was not, it is not a good schedule. It's bad. Like, whereas I gave Sunbelt credit for having a good schedule for our, our guys this year, it's bad for the women. How many women. games are you going to? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, with this schedule, I don't know <laughs> how many just, I can make it to. Is it timing? <laughs> is it uh, is it the dates? Is it back-to-back? Is it too many ladies? Right. What is it? What's wrong with it? All right, so you, you open up at home. Okay, great. For one game. Then you're away for three. You're home for five. Away for one. Home for two. And finish the season away for four. That's pretty bad. It's bad. And on top of that, there there are whereas our guys only have like one week where there's kind of like only one game or it's like a, a buy-ish week for uh it's a buy curious week for uh to convince me. Uh the the women seem they have they have two weeks where there's seven days between games. So it's kind of like I mean it's a full week off, right? But both of those stretches come during that five game homestead. So it's like it's not even like during the an away stretch or anything. It's it's a really bad schedule. They it it makes no sense to me whatsoever whatsoever at all. Wait, but don't you get upset about these types of schedules because like it sucks as a fan to go for long stretches and stuff? I think it sucks for both uh, the fan and the the team when the team has to go five weeks on the road, or I guess it's not like five weeks or two and a half weeks on the road. That's that's bad. That's bad. It's hard on the players. But it's, yeah, it is hard on the fan to be able to like every single week uh, go out to a game and like your your weekends because these are Thursday Saturday games just like the men's are. But you're not going you're, to games. Well, the fans are the, the the fans that will be going to the games. The families and everybody like that. I don't know. So you so you don't you don't really care. Like do do eight home in a row, then do eight away in a row. I don't really care. I don't understand why they're not traveling with the men's basketball team and then just playing double headers all the time. I ha- literally had that question asked because that's the way the That'd schedule was about <clears throat> four years ago, maybe four or five years ago. That's what they did. They had the women's team traveled with the men's. Or sorry, I shouldn't say with the men's and uh, women's team traveled together. They played right. the exact same schedule and the men's games picked up uh, after the women's game get pushed back. Sometimes if games went into overtime or whatever, I liked that thing. And I don't think it re- got a lot of well reception or good, good reception from other fans, but, I thought it was cool. Well, I think it, it's kind of weird. It, it, it's a good cost-saving measure because you, you put all the same equipment into the truck. You just load it all up once, and then everybody goes together, and maybe you got an extra bus or something, but like not an extra if they were doing like you know like what they do now. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's all consolidated, so it's like you, you save a bunch of money, and like the people who want to go can still go to that game, and they can go to both games if they want. Like, it's... Because basketball's shorter anyway, so you just go to both games if you want to go to that game. It's fine. So that makes way too much sense. So is that why the Sun Belt doesn't do it? Maybe. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I really really, this like is working. Let's uh, switch it up. <laughs> I really do feel like there was some negative feedback for it, but what I think they should have done, at least you know, from a Georgia State perspective, is the way they were doing those uh, pack home game little pregame party type deals with uh, those little booze and the lunch and everything – do that for the women's game. Have that set up where 
everybody can come in and they can have a few drinks and they can eat during the it, that whole time period is up the entire top. women's game up top yeah up top the entire women's game and then go down to your seat for the men's game and i think that would draw a lot more people in to watch the women's game and yeah there're going to be people that are just like chatting and not paying attention but, but there's going to be a lot of people that are paying attention and and cheering on a lot more and you get a bigger draw you get two games uh, I, I think it'd be a lot of fun that way. I agree. And leave it open for the men's too. If you just want to hang out up there. Yeah. Men's, I don't know. Maybe yeah, you keep it up the whole time. But that was a big issue. Like they said, like, you know, they took away from fans being in the crowd when they uh, were up there, but I liked it. Cause I always found extra drink tickets. Yeah. I was like, yeah, exactly. I got <laughs> them on the table on the floor. I don't drink. Here's my drink tickets. Sweet. Yeah, I guess the only yeah. thing close to that for the football schedule is that gauntlet of uh, trash, swamp, and beach chicken. Yeah, that 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 murderous row, three weeks in a row. And when I first looked at the schedule, I didn't think of it being that bad. But as we've gotten closer and closer to the season starting, that's just that's a gauntlet, man. Those three games. On thankfully, and I think I said, I said this before. Thankfully, we have the trash down south first, so we're as rested as we can be going into that to knock them out and then ride that wave of winning directly through the beach chickens and in Lafayette or whatever. We're at. It, yeah, it's it's kind of like. you got ULM, the bye week, Texas State, Southern. You take a little step up. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's not confirmed yet that's a step up. And then, uh, you know, then you go to the cream of the crop and you come down a little bit, apparently, per CBS Sports. And then you go down again to Arkansas State and Troy. Yeah. What was Troy ranked in that thing? The CBS? They were, two, they were two spots. They were 95. They were two spots ahead of us. Yeah, whatever. And I think, and I, th I think there was like a Western Michigan in between us. Like, I, honestly, now that I think, like, I could be completely making this up, but I think yeah, there was what, Western Michigan between Troy and Georgia State, and then like Eastern Michigan between Georgia State and the Trash Down South. They just want to separate they, the Michigan. They, 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 we can't we can't put three <laughs> Sun Belt teams in a row, so let's like throw in some random MAC teams to go in there. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, no, I mean, yes, I should go to women's games. We got their women's games should get more support, but yeah. It's a hard time. <laughs> hard it's a lot time of to, to go to, you know? Yeah. If they were only on the same day, you can go earlier. It'd be a lot easier to go that way. It'd be a lot easier that way. All right, we've lost Ryan again, so I guess we'll move right on here. to uh, we're talking about the next time. I think he's probably surfing porn at this point. Well, he is home alone for a few days, so who knows? Well, so yeah, so yes, he is. <laughs> uh, Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make sure to turn your camera off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super paranoid. Awesome. I usually turn it off. Uh, I usually unplug it. <laughs> just in God. case. So alignment, realignment is obviously still a very, very over. hot topic to all of uh, – well, yeah, it could be over. It could be over. I meant to say this last week when we talked about it. Uh, this could be the most important season of football for Georgia State. Like, hands down, the most important season. Because if there's going to be decisions made, look at what Coastal did last year. They got everyone's attention. Everyone's putting them, like, you know, you know high up in their preseason rankings. Everyone thinks they're the next UCF or Boise State, or at least they're talking about them that way. 
Georgia State plays a very tough schedule this year, and if we can come out with a very, very solid season, it puts us in people's minds just like it does uh, Coastal and uh, Boise and UCF. So when when teams or when conferences start picking up teams next season or whatever happens, you know, it won't be a surprise to people when they, oh Georgia State yeah they're good they they beat UNC and Auburn that's that's fantastic yeah it's good but if we have another you know crap year as we're, we're known to do they're like why why are they picking up those guys or they're not we're just, or we're just not going to get picked up whatsoever at all so I think it's a I think it's a very important season for Georgia State a very important season. You want to look good in your prom dress right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty happy with the steady growth that we've seen as a program over the last few years, <clears throat> as opposed to just having like one monster year. I mean, I'd love to have the monster year too, but like I have been, I, I think that it would probably look good to school presidents and whatnot, looking at us and seeing upward trajectory and seeing what we're building. I think that would probably equal out with, you know, a flash in the pan with coastal or so a flash in the pan with us next year. Would you want three six and eight win seasons or one eleven and one season and then a two and ten season? I, I don't I don't like any of those. What I what I want is <laughs> I want ten to eleven wins every single season. Like uh, as 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 bare minimum. Big and Bobo I think fan over there. <laughs> well yeah, if you could Mark have that Rick kind of guy, I see. Sorry, I want to. I want to go twelve and zero in the regular season every single season. So yeah, that that's what I want. But I, <laughs> but I, what I'm thinking though, right now we need to be what that UCF was, where they went two years without losing a game. We need to yeah. have that type of stuff. And yes, Katrina, uh, thank you, because it's very rare that someone agrees with me, and it's even more rare that a woman agrees with me. So thank you. What is she agreeing to, though? That's the yeah, that's what I don't know. Say. Like, how long ago is that from? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say this: if okay, this season, right, are out of conference. If we go one and three, is it a failure? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Two and two, failure. Two and two is um, ho hum. <laughs> wow. So you're. What are you expecting? Four and out. Uh, expecting. I'm expecting, probably expecting. Two and two. I don't uh, know. <laughs> if I know. talking about? Sorry, I, I, I we're out of conference this year for football. What's uh, uh, four and zero, oh, man? Just win, baby. I think with UNC, so Army, they're expected to be a little bit better than us. I think, but the line is still in our favor right now. Mm-hmm. I, I really do believe we win that game. If we don't win that game, then which one? The wheels, the Army game. Oh. The, 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 the wheels have fallen off, and I'll have zero expectations for the rest of the season. Oh, my God. Wow. One Please, game but... we're out. We sound like Georgia State fans. I don't know. <laughs> and you'll still go I, to every game. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, I'll go to every game. Yeah. Especially yeah. for uh, Ryan Smoke Meats. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm Thunder allowed to have those. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, David can't have those. He's done because the pellet smoker is, is not, it's not good enough. No, it, it's it's allowed. It's allowed. It's 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 satisfactory. I'll eat it's portion. Uh, pellet smoker is a two and two out of conference record. It's satisfactory. <laughs> David, not all of us can be professional, uh, you know, competition smokers. All right. And to that, Ryan, I say, you're right. <laughs> not all of us want to be. Thank you, David. 
uh, but no, I, I really do think this is an important season for Georgia State, and I think they can do it. I really do. I mean, is it realistic to predict wins over both North Carolina and Auburn? Absolutely not. But I, I think this team has the ability to, to compete very, very hard with them. And even outside of those two games, we have the ability to win out in conference. We have the ability in conference. In conference, yeah. I think out of conference, though, two and two is something we should probably be happy about. Yeah, what happens when those two and two is we we beat UNC and Auburn, but we lose to Charlotte and Army? <laughs> I'll take it. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yep, that would that'd be the third thing. Yeah, easily. I mean, yeah, if I, I told it. you a team that lost to Charlotte and uh, Army beat UNC and Ar- uh, whatever Auburn, would you believe it? No way. I would. I would just brand that as GSU in it. You ride the wave up on Army, down North Carolina, back up on Charlotte, and then you're like, ah, oh, Auburn, lose. Yeah, and I guarantee you going to that App- Appalachian State game afterwards, they'd be like, we have no idea what to expect out of this team. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who are we facing? Uh, uh, yeah, I'd love to go two and two. I mean, I think – you know, one and three is potential. I'm hoping we win the first game, and then I feel two and two is pretty much a lock. And then I still feel we have a good shot to pull out a W with Auburn. Not so much Carolina, but you know, if you we, never know. If we if we go if we play, um, if we, I'm sorry, if we win Charlotte Army and we play competitively in both UNC and Auburn, like not like huge blowouts that's that, that that's acceptable that's fine i, I think that's that, that's good but i really do think that uh i want to see one of those p5 upsets right there i really do i really mm-hmm. really do so i think it's possible i would see. rather I, I would rather see the upset at auburn you know growing up a georgia fan i don't i don't care about unc very much like i literally like don't think about them very often except for like that blue is just the most ugly blue that is on the planet it's almost as bad as puke orange yeah like it's like if you were going to the store to like buy like, some, some new shirts and they've got all these different polos and different colors that tar heel blue you're kind of like i don't know isn't it that. baby powder blue isn't it technically like baby powder blue it's or something like that, yeah it's yeah, so but I feel ugly. like when someone—I feel like when someone paints their motorcycle baby powder blue, it's kind of like that's pretty badass. Do you? Do you? Do you I don't think, do you think Coastal was trying to figure out, hey, we need an ugly blue as well <clears throat> from South Carolina. We'll just, you know, get our teal blue in they're, there. They're trying to combine the both things from South Carolina and North Carolina. So we're going to use the chickens from South Carolina and mm-hmm. an ugly bl- shade of blue from North Carolina. Ah, eh, could be. Do, yeah, we literally, have Ryan, we literally have Ryan yawning right now. He's so bored at what he's doing right now. It's not true. I'm so tired. We don't know what he's doing right now. <laughs> when Laurie <laughs> helps me go to sleep on time, and when she's not here, I stay up. <laughs> it turns out that like when I was having trouble sleeping, it was just because like Laurie didn't exist. <clears throat> oh, okay. 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 All right. Uh, another thing about uh, <laughs> another thing about realignment that I had not considered before was you know there's a lot of talk about and maybe uh, I guess we'll get to that later. Um, if Conference USA kind of like dissipates and goes away because of American teams going to Big Twelve or uh, you know Big Twelve moving around or whatever happens there, I was like, well, what happens with the bold tie-ins that Conference USA has? You would assume that Conference USA. Them. 
probably has some better ones. There, there's not many that are really any better than what we have. Like some of them that we're in are just with them. Uh, the only one I could see that was actually like really cool, like Hawaii. That'd be cool to go to Hawaii, but not because yeah. of the game, just for the trip. Which I don't, I can't imagine. I don't know how many Georgia State fans would travel to Hawaii. The diehards would, would certainly go, but not the two of you who are semi-hard fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Downright flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the uh, the the only one that stood out to me really was the armed armed forces bowl. They they have a tie in with which is a, uh, armed armed forces bowl in Fort Worth against a Big Twelve or a Pac Twelve team. Like if we could get some belt matchup right there, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be fun. I, I have to think some of these bowls are not making money, and that at some point they consolidate them anyway. And the more we have. <laughs> When that consolidation happens, the better off we are afterwards. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because because they can only take away so many of our ball, you know, our bowl tie-ins. So I'd say just try to pick up as many as you can, even if they all suck, whatever. Because we could just like trash those when they consolidate bowls eventually. Right. It's gotta happen. But- but there's a couple that they're affiliate uh, with, like Fenway Bowl against an ACC or an American team. That'd be a cool bowl like for that. Sunbelt yes. to be able to get into. Uh, the Birmingham Bowl, uh, which would be obviously a great bowl for Georgia State to get into for proximity, and that's against an SEC or an American team. That would be fantastic. Uh, and then uh, the other one was Gasparilla in Tampa versus ACC, SEC, or American what are you talking about? Either. They don't have any bowl tie-ins that we'd want. Those, all three of those, are better those, than every single bowl tie-in that we have. Well, those those are all affiliate bowl tie-ins, which means that Conference USA is like last to get into those spots if everything <laughs> oh, okay. else is. Like, every yeah. single one of those is better than anything. Those three, th- those three are, are good. Armed Forces would be the only one they have like an actual thing in there that. The other ones were either against Sunbelt or Mac teams or something like that. I don't, well, I don't really care about. What are what are our affiliate bowls? Do we have anything that sexy or not? Isn't the Bahama Bowl one of our affiliates? I don't know. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they do like a, it's like every three years or something, and we we're an affiliate to it or something. Yeah. yeah. I saw Katrina's message. She agrees with you on the wins. It's been a long time. Yeah. Man. I don't even remember what that was about. Yeah. Uh, I would say two and two is doable. Uh, one and three is. Uh, well, we we we've gone back happen. like we've got like five minutes back right now. I love it. Three and one would be awesome. Four and zero oh would be. Ryan will do it on the show. Oh no! Oh no! No, no he will not. No, he won't. I don't know what it is, but it will not be doing on the show. I didn't say what it is. He's just gonna do it. <laughs> Uh, one last thing that kind of broke tonight. Uh, apparently, the Big what? Twelve and Pac. Breaking news! No, 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 no! I'm not breaking it. We're not breaking it. It broke <laughs> earlier. Break the news! Uh, the Big Twelve <laughs> and Pac-12 commissioners met today on a possible merger or scheduling alliance to kind of keep uh, the Big Twelve around or create a 20 team super conference or something like that. I was going to say a merger is not really keeping them around. That sounds a lot like a dissolution of the big 12 being proposed. Right. But if that happens, then that means that no one's getting picked up from the American, which means the Americans not picking up anybody from anywhere else. So really that could be the best case scenario. If they get this scheduling Alliance or a merger, 
it could be best case for Georgia State because American still has that one spot open that they're not obligated to fill right now. And if Georgia State can get that, it means that the teams that we want to play against, the Memphises and the Cincinnati's and the Houston's, are still in that conference. You're not stuck with like, you know, Temple and Tulane and Tulsa as your big city teams. Yeah, I think what it boils down to is Texas and Oklahoma made this move too soon for Georgia State. That's it. <laughs> I really wish they would have considered it with us, you know? <laughs> they need to do this in a couple of years, and then maybe we're in a better spot, facilities and wins, new new convocation center, NCAA tournament team, multi-years in a row. 2021, I mean, I know it's not until 2025, well, I, mean, I get it, but it's too soon for the announcement. And so actually, so Timmy, I'm glad you said that because next week we're going to have on the ADs from both Texas and Oklahoma to talk about why they were doing this to Georgia State. <laughs> yeah, all right. Way to go, David. You're ruining our 2025 path. Oh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> so what I was going to say is that you know this is that is the least good path if if there's if Big Twelve dissolves and nobody gets picked up, that's actually the least good path for us because then they're not picking up people and creating more opportunities for us to jump in. But of course, if they take all of the good teams, what are we jumping into? Right, and even if they do this merger or this alliance, American still has that one spot open, that UConn spot that's left that they're having to get a waiver on right now to have a championship game just to to do it. So uh, there is still a spot in the conference we want to be in. And it means that it would be still the conference we want to be in. Well, what if we do one better? And there was a big rumor going around back in the day. I seem to remember that Georgia tech was on the list to go to the big 12, Georgia tech to big 12, Georgia state ACC. I, uh, I agree. Uh, but I think you're more likely to get Georgia State to the Big 12 in that scenario because I'll take it. Uh, the ACC has a well, they, they call it grant of rights or something, and it would cost Georgia Tech like um, a hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, they have so much money they don't care, man. To, to exit the conference, they yeah, all have so much money they don't care. And it goes through 2035, 2036, or something like that. So that was really smart of them to put that shit in place. I mean, that's why a lot of teams are a lot, a lot of uh, speculation does not include ACC teams going anywhere is because it would cost a butt ton of money. And it's why uh, Texas and Oklahoma as of right now, aren't leaving until 2025 because right. it, it's going to cost them 75, $89 million or something like that to, to leave the big ten, uh, 12, big 12. Yeah, but I, I saw a theory about them where they're basically going to make themselves like unbearable to be in a conference with to the point where everybody just wants to like just leave. Bye. If, go we, if you've if you've followed any of the message board activity, I feel like every single fan of the Big Twelve already thought that Texas was unbearable to be in the conference with. <laughs> That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> Texas network and all that crap. Yeah, that, that's one of the things to say. The the long haul, the long haul, long the long. I haven't been able, so I should not do vodka <laughs> before I start the show because it really does mix mix that mess with the speech pattern. Man, I blame me. Ooh. I'm sorry. So the long I'm sorry for you in a position where you have Longhorn to network. drink a bunch of vodka. <laughs> the Longhorn Network is like was the downfall of the Big Twelve, and I I don't know enough about Big Twelve teams. That, that, to know everything. I don't even know why they say horns down. So. 
Will they leave or no? I'm assuming no. It's been like your network. Sorry, that goes away. You're in the SEC network now. Well, it's all ESPN anyway. So there's got to be an easy way to actually just transfer that because it's all ESPN. True. And fortunately, Sunbelt is an uh, ESPN exclusive um, uh, broadcasting partner. So we're the SEC light, right? That's pretty much how we, I I feel like that's how uh, we kind of operate it as. We think we're we're the the SEC of the G five type thing. All right, I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what we're saying right now. We're the top of the G five. Yeah. Well, think, so think about it. Uh, just a, a very small example was when the pandemic was still in, in full thing last year, and uh, Keith Gill came out and said, "We're going to do whatever the SEC does. We're just following. If the SEC plays, we play the SEC. We, we play. You know, if the SEC doesn't play, we don't play." We're just going to operate as if we are the SEC. What a lame thing to say. Okay. Somehow. What? That's lame. <laughs> what? Just like think for yourself, Keith Gill. You, I would have preferred he came out and just said, we're going to play. Yeah. But, think for yeah, yourself, right. man. Either play or don't play. Don't be like, well, whatever they do. All right. Cool. I assume that there's like legal ramifications with what he said that it's like easier to defend yourself in in the court of law if like something happens with liability or anything. Be like, well, everybody else was doing it. So yeah, so it's like when uh, uh, kid number two gets in trouble for doing something and they tattletale on kid number one and say, "What older brother was doing it, so I can do it too." Yeah, or get or or get them in trouble before you get me in trouble. Basically, but actually, that, that that actually makes a lot of sense. I could totally see that happening in a in a court. Like, why why did you subject all these kids, all these adults to COVID? Like, ah, oh, because um, the guy that you'll never sue did it. And- yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Be like, SEC did it too. What do you want from us? Like, all I mean, right, um, we dismissed. essentially we essentially copied their logo, right? I mean, we tried to rebrand recently to make it a little different. Oh yeah, the, the SBC like using SBC as the uh, as the logo, try to get yeah. right there with the SEC. Yeah, I guarantee you one thing: I will never, ever, ever shout SBC over and over again at a game. What? Why not? Hell no! Is that surprising to you? What you crazy man? SBC, <laughs> SBC. Who's what? Ryan? What's he on tonight? He's so he's so sleep deprived right now. I'm not sure if he knows what he's doing right now. (laughs) All right, and with that, I'm gonna close this out, and we can uh, get really messed up on last call. (laughs) I may move. I may get back to more uh, more vodka on uh, on last call. So we'll see how it goes. Do it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Hey, Um, wait, 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 wait. Do we have a coupon code? Oh yeah. Isn't there a bus to Auburn? Wait, hold up. Yes, Ooh. you guys. This is the important stuff of the podcast right here. Oh, all right. Yes. Yes. You were supposed uh, to do that a long time ago. For uh, free shipping at our merch store, uh, merch.saveatlanta.com, enter in the, uh, the promo code SOUNDTHEHORN for free shipping uh, for this week. Uh, thanks for listening and get that there. And then also, more importantly, uh, we're doing a bus trip to Auburn. Uh, uh, game tickets Who's are available bus? Uh, boo, a booze bus, yeah, booze bus to mm-hmm. Auburn for that game on the 25th. Uh, we got uh, Dry County Brewery and Max Wine and Beer are sponsoring some booze for us. I'll be there, uh, David. Could, are you gonna be there? I'll be there. Timmy, gonna Tim. be there? 
I'll be there when you get there. <laughs> I can't wait to see you guys walk off that bus. It's gonna be he, he stu- stumbling out. It's gonna be like like uh, I can't even think of the, the movie reference, but people get off the bus and it's just kind of like stumbling like you know the, the the steam and sweat from the bus of everyone is yelling and screaming the entire two hours it gets down there it's gonna be ridiculous but yes Auburn day, day, i'm gonna hate all the decisions that i have made throughout that day it's gonna be one of those things where i i, I guess the, the analogy would be when you go to vegas everybody in the car dri- driving from la to vegas it's like three hours it's like vegas vegas and then the three hours drive back is complete silence <laughs> Except for somebody else will be driving. Hooray! Except for the fact we'll be coming back with a W and that bus will be uh, Ooh, as rock as it can be. I should bring a little garbage pail just in case. I have, bought, I have bought 60 barf bags. Oh, he is thinking God. way ahead. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I don't is have that enough, though? This thing. There's 56 seats, so unless someone, uh, unless multiple people uh, double up on their, their vomiting, I think we're good. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Go to auburn.saveatlanta.com to get your bus uh, ticket to Auburn. Gotta get your game ticket yourself. That's available for season ticket holders and pack members on DrewStateSports.com. Cool. I have. I bought. I bought mine as well. Two for me and a buddy. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, yeah, do that. And um, yeah, am I allowed to do the 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 sign out the closing thing now, guys? Did I cover? Nope. Did I cover everything else? Did you cover everything? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Good host. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We are going to head over to last call and wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm just kidding. And tell Ryan how horrible a co-host he is by losing <laughs> attention during every the entire episode and everything else. <laughs> uh, it's available. Last call is available on our Patreon page, patreon.com state of Atlanta. It is free. Uh, if you, uh, available on Fridays. If you do pay the three bucks a month, you get it immediately available on uh, Wednesday mornings. You also get access to our private group chat. You get discounts on our merchandise. You also get $10 off on our trip to the uh, on the Auburn bus trip. So please consider, do- please consider doing that. Uh, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.